This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 308 of the Dressage Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network, brought to you by Bimita Dewormers and TotalSaddleFit.com. Today on the show, we will wrap up the Dressage World Cup Finals, and we have a trainer tip about half halts from Louise Denizard. Reese Koffler Stiefield from Georgetown, Kentucky. And this is Philip Parks from Fergus, Ontario, and you're listening to the Dressage Radio Show. Hi, Hi guys. guys. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Glenn. How are you? I'm fine. I'm here. Yes, okay. I couldn't miss this. I got to hear all about Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we had quite a big time. I don't think we're 100% back, Philip and I, yet. <laughs> we're, we're still recovering from our vacation. Yeah. <laughs> No kidding. And I land, of course, it's Rolex week here in Lexington. So there is so much going on and so many people in town. And so it's it's a big time. So yeah, literally, I, I like got off the plane and it was boom, Rolex week. So got yeah. to love from it. Crazy to more crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but we had quite a big time. I'm not going to lie. And uh, who came home with the uh, biggest losses at, at the tables? Philip and Meredith. Yeah, uh-huh. So Travis <laughs> redeemed you, huh? Travis yes. did well. Yeah. Travis did really well. Well, that's so because can... he's like a, a math wizard. <laughs> yeah. He's probably there wizard. counting cards. They just haven't caught him yet. <laughs> I don't know, but he bought us all dinner, and we had quite quite a big time. Philip and Meredith took me to a rave. We went to a rave. Oh, I'm not going to lie. Really? <laughs> I stayed up all night. Really? Oh, yeah, I went till four. So we went to see David Guetta. I mean, come on. I did not know who David Guetta you don't, was. You don't put I don't either, Grace. I did you. not know who that was before I we went to Vegas. He is a DJ, okay. one of the world's best DJs. Okay. So that was there were over a thousand people there. It was oh, quite there was a ton of people there. Oh my gosh, so many people. Awesome. <laughs> uh, but I, you had a good time, right? It's I funny. had a great time. I had a great time, and we ate out at great restaurants, and we got to see some phenomenal horses. And uh, the venue of Vegas. A show? Yeah, we saw Cirque Show. Uh, which one did you see? Zarkana. I didn't see that one yet. Was it good? Yeah, it it's was awesome. really good. Yeah, yeah. it's really good. Like it's kind of more circusy. Yeah, like there had a lot of circus tricks and flying through the air, and trapeze, it was really yeah. Cool. That's it almost awesome. made me want to be a trapeze artist. I'm not going to lie. I kind of wanted we've, to. We've seen several yeah, some of the stuff them, actually so made dressage fun. riding look easy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you already know how hard that is. So, oh, man. first of all, none of us can twist our bodies in those shapes. <laughs> no, they had this. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> they had this crazy yoga guy. I mean, I. I would literally, it was unbelievable what he did. Like, you know, I try to do yoga every day or close to every day. And oh my gosh, I couldn't believe it. I was like sitting there stunned on what he could do. And I was like, oh my gosh, there's no way. No yeah. way. They usually put some comedy in their shows, all the ones we've seen too. Yep. Yeah. They were, they were two clowns uh, that clowns. were quite funny. Yeah. yeah. They were super funny. And oh, it was just, it, you know, the thing about Vegas, we had a great time. You know, we had, uh, we had met up with another couple as well. And uh, we just had really a lot of fun. And, and it's, uh, it was great that the horse show went from like 12 to 4 every day. Well, not every day, but uh, the Grand Prix was on Thursday and the freestyle was on Saturday. And uh, I don't Friday, know if people have seen the photos from the showcase on, on yeah. Friday. It was just a really fun freestyles in costume kind of thing and uh and and that, and people had a lot of fun at that and so uh yeah it was it was good you just got you know a little bit of dressage because sometimes when you're at a show like any one of the big CIWs it's 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 dressage all day 
Yeah. And I think that can be a bit much, especially for, well, Travis was a good sport and he came he along was, to the show. And I, yeah. I think that he was reaching his limit on, uh, on his dressage. <laughs> I think he, I think he hit it. I'm, I'm sure of it. But, uh, you know, really when she saw the freestyle, and we'll talk a little bit more about it later in the show, but, uh, to see Charlotte Dijardin and Villegro, I mean, really, I think anybody can appreciate it. It, it was yeah. that I, before yeah. I know you're going to talk to Lauren about this later in the show, but I just want to have one question about that. That was the only freestyle I actually watched on the video, and yeah. uh, was the energy in the room as palatable as it seemed to be on the video? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and and I for think sure. actually, and, and you know, really. Oh, sorry, Reese, but I was no, just going to say that um, that um, at the press conference afterwards, they you know they comment on that because. In Europe, it's a little bit more subdued if you're at an indoor show. I mean, there's not, uh, you know, you can almost hear a pin drop when when the Grand Prix are going on. And, you know, when it comes to America, there's a lot more, a ton, you know, a lot more energy for the Grand Prix and, and the freestyles. You just get this huge crowd response. And it, I think it I think that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. But it's something maybe the, the horses haven't seen before. Yeah. Um, and I, w- I would say with, with Charlotte's ride... Everybody was super excited when she came in. And then as the ride went on and it was really good, I swear the whole room got quieter and quieter and quieter, you know, as you could feel it. Like people yeah. were like, oh, my God, she may break the world record. Like, yeah, it was- yeah, that's what everybody was waiting for. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was just going perfectly. Like you could just see from transition to transition. I mean, that was that was really cool. I guess we'll talk about it later. We will. Um, but, but it was but cool. you could feel electricity in the room. That's for sure, Glenn. Well, yeah. from from a completely novice horse husband point of view, who's been made to watch dressage for twenty five <laughs> years, um, the one thing I noticed that really stands out to a novice like me is the half passes. I mean, yeah. when you see somebody that does a half pass perfectly, it you you really it really stands out to novices. Yes, uh, you know, and that is something that really stood out to me. And I don't know if that makes any sense to you, but no, uh, it does. Yeah. They were, yeah. They were I mean, stunning. you can see a, a good one. It's kind of like the horse doesn't touch the ground as he goes sideways. Just, he, it just floating. Some of yep. those horses. So that was really cool. Yeah, it was just, it was just breathtaking. And Edward Gall was second, and uh, he was quite good. I mean, you know, it's just as the class went on, you know, your your better horses always go later, and um, it was really cool. It was really fun to watch, and you know, I saw Wegg um, here in Kentucky, which was pretty darn cool. But this was even better. I mean, Charlotte was even better than that. Totalist. Now, now, Reese, you had media passes. Did you get to kiss Charlotte's ring? I didn't, but I got awful close. I I got really close to her and, and I, you know, but I didn't want to be that girl that got completely stupid and starstruck. So, um, but it was, it was very cute at the press conference. Um, she did. Yeah. She just got engaged is what she announced. I don't know if that's been out, but, um, I didn't know. No, I didn't. mm -hmm. She showed everybody. She just got engaged. And And who'd she get uh, engaged to? Do we know? No, no idea. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I don't think it's a writer. Yeah, no, I, I, she didn't, she didn't mention who it was. And Reem Akra, um, who was the sponsor of the event and, and a big designer, uh, you know, then picked up the mic and said she would, um, she wanted to design her wedding dress. So it was cute that she got more emotional over that, I think, than she did over like breaking the world record. Well, she's done that or, before. Uh, she did. She didn't break the world record, but getting, oh, darn, getting close, darn close to it. Yeah. Pretty darn close to having a perfect ride at the world cup. She got more choked up over the free wedding dress. It was cute. It was really sweet. So it made me like her even more. So. Well, you know what? After you've broken so many records, you know, yeah. you know, you only, she hasn't been married yet. So that's new. 
Yeah, right. right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but their relationship, her and, and Vallegro, uh, you know, they just have a really cool relationship. And I think that, you know, that is what dressage is all about. And uh, we all work really, really hard every day on that kind of stuff. And, and the fact that she was able to do it was pretty cool. So. Why don't we do our, our trainer tip first today, and then we'll get Lauren on and we'll we'll have you guys talk about the about the uh, World Cup. So tonight on our trainer tip, we have Louise Denizar. He is back uh, to give a wonderful tip. Everybody really should listen to this. It's probably my favorite tip ever. Uh, total saddle fit tip of the week about. This week's dressage training tip is brought to you by Total Saddle Fit, home of the shoulder relief girth at totalsaddlefit.com. Well, this evening for our trainer tip of the week, we have Lou Denizar from Puerto Rico back on for an encore presentation. Lou, how can I eat? Hi, how are you? Well, we loved your pet peeve segment uh, a couple weeks ago, so we had to we we asked you to stay on and do another tri- tip for us. So, talk to us about what your tip of the week is for our listeners. Well, one of the things that I always seem to come across when I go around and teach clinics throughout the country is. Um, uh, people's understanding of the sequence of aids for half halting. They can always give you a piece here or a piece there, but they don't really know the whole sequence of aids the same way you would know how to ask for a candidate part or ask for a half pass. And so I always feel that I go back and review that with them. So I'd like to offer that tip. Oh, I think that's great. We all use it. So I'm excited for the tip as well. So uh, let's get started. Excellent. Well, what I usually find is that, I, you know, I ask them what they know about the half halt and they give me whatever they can. Sometimes they're nervous and don't really know how to present it. But uh, it eventually we work out where I explain to them that, uh, for me, the half halt aid is uh, starts at the leg and then it goes to the seat and then it goes to the elbows and it goes to the hand. So that that way it's always being ridden from back to front. But I, I break down the, the sequence of those aids even more detailed by saying, what part is the leg? Well, I always say it's the upper calf, inner knee, lower thigh. That's the part of the leg. And both legs close against the horse, against the saddle, and against the horse. Then the seat, when we break down the, the aids for the seat, we talk about the contraction of the gluteal muscles, the abdominal muscles, and the oblique muscles, which surround our core. So a lot of people talk about the core. So when you contract those muscles together, then you have a stronger core that stays in place for the half-halt procedure. And then the next aid is the elbows. Uh, What happens with the elbows? Well, if your elbows are slightly in front of your ribs or by your ribs or a little bit behind you, because some people ride with reins too long, then you hug yourself with those elbows because they're looking for the strength from the leg and the core. Then the final step is to close your hand. So those are the sequence of aids. Within that, I always try to explain to them that there's also um, volume and duration. So we go into a discussion about how long should a half hour last. What, do you, what would you say to that, Reese? Yeah, that's a great question, and and I think it it depends is what I tell people. You know, it, yeah, it, it yeah. sort of depends on what half halt you're asking for, and what are you asking? Are you asking for a general rebalancing step? Are we going into a piaf? Are we going into a change? You know, sort of Absolutely. what what are you asking for? So, I, I think that's also in the ha- yeah in the half halt. You know, what is the overall structure 
Exactly. You're going yeah, for. Because we all know that half halls have many different jobs. We've all discussed in the past. We, you know, we've read about them. We, we know that they have different jobs. So every, what I think changes is the, the intention of your half halt. What is it trying to do? Is it trying to produce a behalf? Is it trying to produce a collection? Is it trying to produce a halt? What is it trying to do? So I always talk about in terms of what the maximum half halt can last like. And so what I always say is in a sitting position, if you're sitting to the walk, sitting to the trot, sitting to the canter, the maximum that your half halt should last is three seconds and that um, you need to take a one second uh, break minimum in between before you can apply another half halt. Oh, that's a great way to think about it. I honestly have never even thought about duration and, and how to explain it. So I love that. Three seconds it, for the half halt. It, least a that's second the, break. That's the yeah, that's the maximum. Yeah. And I think that it can be uh, all the way to a half a second if it needs to be. But the, the aids, the leg, feet, elbow, hand sequence of aids ha- can live up to three seconds in existence before it has to release, release or else we call that pulling. <laughs> and yes, so then exactly. That's, that's, <laughs> that's riding backwards and we don't do that. We try not to do that anyway. So I, I explain that to them. Um, and then the last part is the volume. And what I mean by volume, it's a little bit like listening to the radio. Do you listen to your radio at a 1 or do you listen to your radio at a 10? Um, and so your half-alt aids, once they close, legs, feet, elbows, hands, within that duration of whatever your half-alt going to last up to three seconds, you have to scroll through the volume. So it might be a 1 or it might be a 10 or yeah. it might be any number in between those. Um, so that's how I kind of get them to start understanding how to have the rudimentary aids of hot halting and then refine it to specify exactly what they're after. I love that. So, so let me t- let's talk about that 10. I mean, how often I would think a 10 is, Hey, I really need their attention. I really need you to pay attention. I, I, I personally wouldn't want to give a 10 half halt very often. I, 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 I have Correct. given 10s before. <laughs> but yeah, I have, I have given 10s. I'm not going to say I haven't. Um, you know, I gave a 10 right. today when, when I had a horse yeah, yeah. sort of bolting from a, from a palm tree. Uh, you know, there that you was go. maybe at 11. I'm going to an 11 on that, but <laughs> you know, I mean, there's times yeah. to, you, you, you know, but when you start to talk about sort of the volume or I like to say the dose of the aids, like how much, how intense are you giving that aid? Um, but I well, love that you've given it a one to 10. That's fantastic. Well, you know, and I, I, I pass the responsibility on to them because once they ride the, the half-alt page in what I feel is the correct sequence, I, say, I ask them, what volume was that? And so then I either agree or disagree with them. If I say, oh, that was a closer to a seven for me, or that was closer to a three for me, so that they start to get their own scale of what I love one, it. two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten is. Yeah, yeah. Sure. No, that's a fantastic way to think about it because there is very much a scale and that sort of goes into what we would say is feel, you know, how much do you feel and, and what you feel Lou and what I feel is, is could be very different, you know? Um, well, we're about the same height. We're about the same size, but you're, you know, I maybe, you know, you're probably a little stronger than I am or I'm a little weaker or my, you know, everybody's different. And so, and everybody's kind of feeling of a half-hold is different. So, uh, you know, I love that idea of developing your scale. And, you know, we always, I I tell people, we want to be closer to sort of that one to three range. Uh, You may have to get up. 
yeah, you may have to go ahead and get up in the seven, eight range if you really, you know, need them to listen or you're riding a young horse or, or whatever. Um, but I love the fact that you're, you're thinking about a scale and I, I would challenge everybody to go and ride. And I'm going to do this tomorrow myself when I'm riding is think about my own scale. You know, was that a, was that a one or is that a 10 or, or an right. 11 if needed? Um, so I love I love that idea. That's that's we've never heard or talked about that. And I'm gonna I'm gonna use that, Lou, myself. I love Excellent. that scale. Yeah. So Lou, the, the last question I have for you is you talked about the release. Uh, talk to me about how important that release of the half halt is. Oh, it's it's so important. I mean, you, you know as well as I that if if the horse doesn't feel a break from the, the age closing against them, then they, they become a little frustrated. So they either decide that they won't move or that they are going to run right through you and just ignore everything that you throw at them. So that release is their moment to breathe, is their moment to allow their body to, 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 to relax from that moment of contraction to go forward again. Fantastic. Yeah, no, I think, you know, I think we all, you know, have to be reminded of the release. That's it's a super sure. important part of, of a half hold. It's sort of that last finale, if you'd like to say. Um, sure. But I love, you know, again, just reviewing. I love the max of a half hold is three seconds. Again, yes. I, I haven't heard sort of that time period put there. And um, I think that's just something, again, to to note is max three seconds. I mean, this happens so fast it happens and then oh, sure. you have to go on again yeah it happens Absolutely. very quickly so it takes sure. practice and uh I, yeah. and i love it yeah. I, I always say that you know about three seconds on average will take a quarter of a circle and that's mm-hmm. the longest that that three seconds takes so it's it's a question of in my opinion in, in helping people understand this is that once you close legs seat elbows hands that's the beginning of the count one to one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi is what I always say because Mississippi's keep you keep you honest rather than going one, two, three. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. No, I. That's a great one, and I'm going to challenge everybody to do this uh, this week, Excellent. and uh, love to hear some listener feedback on how your scale went and how your kind of count um, of, of the half out went. So. Lou, great tip. I really, really, I'm going to use this myself. I loved it. So thanks so much for for telling us the tip of the week. And how do our listeners find you online? Uh, They can find me at www.delantedressage.com. And Delante is spelled D-E-L-A-N-T-E, dressage.com. One of the most common and dangerous saddle fit concerns is the restriction of the shoulder's freedom to move. Some saddles slide over the shoulder blade while riding, some permanently rest on the top of the shoulders, and some pinch behind the shoulders, which inhibits full movement and leads to soreness and poor conformation. Short of buying an entirely new saddle, what can you do to give your horse the comfort to freely move his shoulders and perform at his highest potential? The saddle fit solution you have been waiting for is finally here. TotalSaddleFit.com is proud to introduce the shoulder relief girth. This strategically shaped girth actually moves the girth line of your saddle back over one inch, thereby freeing your horse's shoulders from the saddle. Traditional girths pull saddles up against a horse's shoulders and often over the top of the shoulders. The shoulder relief girth's recessed ends allow for the billets to buckle into the girth farther back to give your horse unparalleled freedom of motion. 
An added bonus to the shoulder relief girth's unique design is the elbow comfort feature. The recessed ends, designed for saddle fit, now relieve pressure for elbow comfort as well. Similar girths can be purchased for over $275. But thanks to the enormous popularity of the shoulder relief girth, we are able to offer them for only $124.95. We are so certain that your saddle will fit better and your horse will be more comfortable that for a limited time we are offering a 30-day, 110% money-back guarantee. If you are not totally satisfied with your shoulder relief girth, send it back for a full refund plus 10% of the purchase price. Don't wait. Order now for the best saddle fit solution available. We all know the importance of deworming our horses, and Dr. Ellefson of Buy Me to Equine is helping us make sure we are doing it right. Listen for his four-part series the first week of every month on this very show. I just wanted to remind everyone, if you are due for deworming, why not save a few bucks on the popular Buy Me to line of wormers, including Equimax, Bimectin, Exodus, Exodus Multidose, and Equal. You can find coupons and special offers at buymediaequine.com, including a variety of rebate offers from cash to free ivermectin. You can also get up to $2 a dose back for Equimax. And while you're at Buy Me to Equine, get your free horse health record keeper, and you can just download it there. Plus, learn a bunch about parasites and deworming at Buy Me to, that's B-I-M-E-D-A, equine.com. We at the Horse Radio Network all use Buy Me to Dewormers because we want the best for our horses, and we know you want the best for yours, too. Buy Me to equine.com and tell them the Horse Radio Network sent you. Well, we were so excited to bump into our good friend, Lauren Spreiser, in the media center in the World Cup or at the World Cup. And uh, we said, Lauren, we really, really want you to come on and do a roundtable with Philip and I about our whole experience. So, Lauren, welcome to the show again. Thank you very much. So, yeah, so you were, you were there. I think you were on vacation, right? Uh, I was. I was on vacation with my two best friends and... Uh, something went kablooey with the live stream, and I got voluntold, uh, as it were, to pinch hit as the Chronicles correspondent on Freestyle Night. So I live blogged from the Freestyle, which meant I got to sit in the media area, which was way swankier. Oh, it's very, it was very all. swanky. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> not even at they all, did, a little bit. But. <laughs> they did have free complimentary beverages, which was very nice. So I did. I had, an excellent, I had an excellent bottle of water. It was a big deal. <laughs> exactly. Well, Lauren, I've nice. got to know. Did you? you can get. Yeah. Did you win any money while you're out there? I did not gamble one cent because one cent was really all I was willing to put into that endeavor. And it turns out you can't put a penny in a penny slot machine anymore. You have to get yeah, a card. You learn that, huh? You learn that. Those the sneaky hard way. jerks. Uh, so no, I did not gamble, but, uh, but we did have a, an authentic Vegas moment. We had a celebrity sighting in the airport on the way home. We were hanging out in the airline lounge next to Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh, that's cool. We did. And she did, is did incredibly nice. Is she uh, I did nice? I not get an autograph, but we chatted and she is incredibly nice and incredibly tiny. Oh, I bet. Oh. She and she had super cute shoes. I kind of hate her. Oh, that's so cool though. That's awesome. That's very fun. Well, we had our celebrity sighting, I'm not going to lie, when we went into the press conference and we sat behind Hans-Peter Mendenhall and yeah, it was it was pretty darn cool. Menderhouse, but that's okay. Menderhouse, thank you, Philip. That's why I have you. I, I would know. just call him. We just, we just got to get it right. You know? Got to get it right. I would just said Hans-Peter, <laughs> very, very tall, Dutch guy, very cute, really liked him. 
But uh, so, guys, we should jump right into our roundtable discussion. Uh, let's start with a little bit with the Grand Prix. Philip, do you have the scores for us? I okay, can tell you what it was. Charlotte on top and everybody else below. <laughs> yeah, that's well, what Charlotte, 85.4. And then uh, Edward Gall, second place rider, 79. So you can kind of, you know, gauge it from there. And then uh, Stefan Peters, Legolas, 76, had a very good ride. Uh, on fourth, 74.8, Uni BB, uh, Jessica von Bredo Rindel, uh And then Laura Graves with Verdadas is 74.2. Painted Black and uh, Morgan Barbersome Maestra, 73.7, 73.6. That's really close, huh? Uh, yeah. Hans Peter Minderhoud with Flirt. And then Isabel Worth El Santo, 72.8. And uh, I think that I think that'll that's pretty good. Yeah, the Grand so, Prix was uh, close yeah. after Charlotte. I think everybody, you have to say after Charlotte, right, everybody? Yeah. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I think it was it was pretty understood as we were coming to the World Cup that we were playing for second place. Yeah, exactly. But that's okay. Watching first place. I, I mean, what were you guys' overall impressions from Charlotte's Grand Prix? Uh, I mean, I thought on uh, that? maybe. What do you say? There's, yeah. yeah. With with every horse, you know that that you and I and Philip and our listeners will ever have, they will have strengths and they will have weaknesses and those play off each other. You might have a horse with a 10 extended walk, but maybe really only a five, six collected walk or super extended paces, but maybe not so super in the lateral work. Um, Vallegra has no weakness. He has a huge extended trot. He has a beautiful collected trot. He piaffs on the spot. He passages with grace. He's graded sideways. What's, there, there's yeah. no weakness. There is nothing. Uh, yeah. There is nothing. Yeah, for sure. For no, sure. But he didn't score 100. So there's got to be something there, guys, to well, talk sure. about. <laughs> right? Well, yeah, Philip. What, what was it? Yeah, what is that, Philip? Well, yeah, okay. Ahead, you know, Phillip. I was really thinking about this, preparing myself for, you know, for our show tonight. And I was really, you know, you know, not to be critical. I mean, you know, there's always something. But I thought that um, if maybe you guys saw the same thing that I did, that I thought that the PFs actually almost got backwards. I, I thought there's a little moment. One, maybe. If you're really nitpicky, Philip. Um, yeah, but you know. Yeah, you're hey. right. Okay, I could give you that. I could give you that. It, it, I think that's such a that, yeah. that's such a fine line to walk when you're in that moment. And you're going, okay, you know, I could take a little risk here and I could stay here. Yeah. Or I could let my horse cover a smidge of ground. I think when you're when you're playing at the 85 percent level. You take the risk, and maybe the risk means that the the horse steps a smidge backwards, but yeah, yeah, for sure. But it never it yeah. never looked backwards. It looked forwards in a backwards in a forwards kind of way. Yeah, yeah. yeah I never I never saw it go backwards, but you know it got yeah it got very much yeah. on the spot, and that's why it scores so well, right? right um, yeah. You know, I think for my favorite moments were the where the flying changes. They are just uh, yeah. huge, and they swing, oh. and and everyone is. The same. It's. I mean, it's really beautiful to see the those the ones and the twos. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. She it's, is it, such it, a quiet rider too. Oh. I just. Oh, you just watch her, and uh, you know, as a as a neophyte looking at it, I'm I'm trying to look for what her aids are, and boy, you don't see a lot of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless you're really looking. Uh, sometimes, if you really stare, she jiggles her right hand. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> right. <laughs> I actually saw her adjust the reins once. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, well, she is mortal. 
<laughs> yeah, she is smarter. Yeah, yeah I can't yeah. move I her hand so. once. But really what I love about watching them and what I think we all strive for every day is their relationship together. I mean, they are literally beautiful dance partners together. Unbelievable dance partners. And it's just fun to watch that. Okay, so we'll give we'll give it that. Was there anybody else that really stood out to you that maybe you weren't expecting? Uh, Lauren? For me, the the two that I didn't know anything about but were were my my two favorites besides the heavy hitters were the horses Mr. X of Russia and the yeah. Swedish horse D Laponia T. Um, Mr. X, I, I believe, represented Russia at the WEG last year. He's not a terribly old horse. He's 11 years old. And his trot and canter and walk in the Grand Prix were all quite good, maybe not amazing. There were certainly more points to be had, you know, amazing at a World Cup finals kind of level, not in a scoring show kind of level. Right. But, man, yeah. that horse's <laughs> Piaf and Passage are, hands down, some of the best in the world. And she turned it up another level for me in the freestyle um, she ended up, she had, she had to unfortunately ride first in the Grand Prix, which is a totally sucky thing to have to do. Um, but she ended up in the, in the top group, you know, I think she was sixth or she seventh in the freestyle. She was 10th in the, tenth. uh, 10th in the Grand Prix. In the Grand the Prix. And, and then even, and moved up quite a bit in the freestyle and was really, really impressive. The other, the other one, De Laponia T, um, I learned that that horse's rider, whose name of course is escaping me now, um, She's an amateur. She is a hairdresser. She bought that horse as a two-year-old and broke it out herself. And she does horses half the day and hairstyle in the other half of the day. And maybe the horse isn't the most amazing mover in the history of the world, but so meticulous and tidy in everything that she did. She missed some changes in, in the freestyle because, you know, bummer. Um, but just so fastidious in her balance with this lovely, light, bouncy, cheerful energy, cute little lady, cute little horse, big smiles. It was just, it was just pleasant. It was so pleasant. Yeah. That was, uh, Paulinda Freiberg yes. from Sweden and the that's 72. So cool. I the, did not know that. Yep. That's yeah, fantastic. That's, that's a great little, little things that you learn about, you know, um, the riders that we're not exposed to all the time, you know, mm-hmm. there's there's a ton that show in in America, but you know it's it's awesome when the European horses come over and and we get to see them and we get to learn about their riders a little bit and especially you know riders that have you know basically broken and trained their own horses all the way up to that level. It's it's in, it's incredibly inspiring. Well, and I think on that point we've got to talk about Laura Graves. I mean, really. Good for her, honestly, on her first World Cup. Um, Diddy is quite spooky. I've seen him. I saw him in Wellington, um, and he was also quite spooky. He was a little spooky in the Grand Prix, honestly. I thought he looked a little bit tight. What do you guys think? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, just a yeah, little I mean, it's, spooky. It's for and sure not... different when you have to sh- – outdoor shows are completely different than indoor shows. And, uh, and even the indoor shows that. that we do have, which are, are few and far between, nothing is as close as that kind of environment, nor right. is anything so uh, rowdy, honestly. I mean, other yeah. than dressage <laughs> at Devon, how many, how many freestyle experiences do horses get in this country in the dark, which is, you know, essentially what a big crowded stadium is with audience participation. You know, normally yes. we all sit at, sit at Grand Prix freestyles like we're at a wake or something. Yeah, um, and people and, were and clapping. Really, 
and cheering. There was a guy throwing T-shirts at one point, and they had the crowd like up and Vegas-style dancing. Like it was fun. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean. Like I even think Travis had fun. Like at one point, we were dancing and and having fun, and that was cool. But that didn't necessarily help the Doesn't American. help all the horses. Yeah. No. It did not I help. I think at one he? point during Laura, Laura's ride, actually, there was a little bit of clapping, and and then everybody saw the horse react to it, and, and a little like, well, "What's going on?" And then and then everybody stopped clapping right away. Yeah, it was so, no more clapping. Like, yeah. yeah. But I thought, you know, I but, thought he improved as as you know, and he, he got better in the freestyle. But I still thought for him, he looked pretty tight. Through she's that gonna, part. you know, when they get that indoor thing figured out, and she's she's gonna be. You know, a combination to reckon with. I mean, you'll see them get higher. I I believe that we'll see them get better and get higher and higher scores. um, You know, if as long as their career continues, so that's that's something exciting to watch. Uh, Agreed, for sure. Can we talk about the Stefan Peters situation? He went into uh, in third place into. The freestyle, the freestyle did very well, and the freestyle got an 80. Mm-hmm. And uh, then they found a little bit of blood, a tiny bit, uh, on his side, and he was eliminated because that's the rule. Uh, so what did you guys think? What was your opinion of the whole thing? Well, yeah, I mean, after every ride, just like normal normal shows, that, that there is a tack check, and during the tack check, they look very hard for, for you know, blood in the mouth or blood, blood on the sides. Yeah, they have so, white gloves on there. They rub them, yeah. and they found it. Um, Lauren, what what do you think? You know, we we Stefan is not new on the scene. We've watched him produce horse after horse to the level. I think everybody has a bad day. I think horses. This is a tough time of year. They're all between their their winter and summer coats. Their hair gets weird, and and we've never seen Stefan produce anything other than tactful, harmonious, beautiful rides. I, I think having, you know, I certainly don't know him well, but, but we've, we've met and he's taught me before. I think he's as good a rider and trainer as he is a human. And I think that everyone has bad days and bad luck and it just wasn't his day. Yeah. For me, I truly believe that after it was after the freestyle ride, because everybody was really excited, and uh, Legolas is is a little jumpy, and I, and he did jump around after after the after the freestyle, and you know I mean he was you know uh, excited, and I I think he maybe clipped him. The horse was jumping around, jumped into his spur, something like that. Something very weird because the entire ride, and and you can go and watch it on on YouTube, I'm sure, was was beautiful to watch. It was it was a very great freestyle, and and there was no rough riding during that ride at all. Well, so, you know, he's known, actually, he works with Monty Roberts, and Monty Roberts is the king of no violence at all, no whips or nothing. And uh, Stefan actually has videos he's done with Monty, and, you know, and he's known for that. And so I, I, he must have been mortified with this. Uh, this I is the kind was. of thing that would mortify him. Uh, oh, yeah. I think he was. He put, There's a statement out on the USCF website, and... I, you know, again, we all saw the ride and actually that's kind of sort of a thing that is like drives me crazy is the riders literally finish and drop the reins. Have you guys noticed that? I, it drives me oh, crazy yeah. <laughs> because, you know, oh, the yeah. horses, they drop the I'm reins. Not sure they have no reins. It. I'm not sure he did it because yeah, there was a lot there was of one electricity point. and excitement. Yeah. yeah. And they oh, yeah, dropped the turned, reins. The horse turned around and, and ran yeah. over there, like, I'm out of here sort of thing. So Yeah. And, you well know, happened I. During that moment. 
I just think it's so stupid and and definitely not something we should um, be showing any rider that that's a good thing to do. And, you know, the riders drop the reins and then the crowd goes crazy, literally, and the horses are like jumping around and uh, and I'm not I'm not a fan of that. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, I know he was mortified. I, I, I'm, we all read, you know, what yeah, he put he online put and yeah, online he did and... put out a statement and, you know, it, 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 yeah, it is the rule. And I think we all, all of us are in the sport, uh, to train and ride well. And he certainly is one of those people that does that. So yeah, just not his day. And, very um, unfortunate. Yeah, very it unfortunate was very unfortunate. So, so um, but kind of moving on, I mean, Edward Gall, we haven't really talked about Edward. What did, what did you think, Lauren, about Edward and Undercover? Undercover has this this really interesting way of looking like he's about to blow up without ever actually blowing up. Yeah. And then he walks. Like, yeah. I ride some yeah. lunatic, fire-breathing, whack-job horses, and they're consistently loony. You know, that one has <laughs> this sort of edgy hair-on-fire trot and this edgy hair-on-fire piaf and passage and canter. And then he walks, and you want to talk about <laughs> dropping the reins? He, Edward drops the reins and tools out of the arena like da da da. You know, yeah, it's all over. How, it. Yeah, and I and I think that's that is simultaneously really cool and really terrible because it it affects not not terrible like Edward's doing it, but but unfortunate terrible because it you know you you watch that horse holding your breath, yeah. and that I think that's why he doesn't get better marks than he does because. Mm-hmm. If you look at him in photographs, if you look at him in silhouette, the work he produces is beautiful. But it's that like waiting for the other shoe to drop feeling that the horse gives me for sure when I watch him. And I like the horse. The horse looks like fun. I'd love to ride him. But yeah. uh, but but he it just keeps has you on that. the edge of your seat for sure. For and sure. he does. It, and no, and I just produce. well, and talking about the Charlotte effect and and what Charlotte has what Charlotte and Villegra have done for the sport, I think we've really swung around on what, what is being presented now. You know, we didn't see horses lose their cool. We didn't see horses curled up behind the vertical ringing tails like we did at world cup finals and Olympic games of, of, you know, eight to 10 years ago. I think a lot of that is gone. Um, and we're looking for correct and harmonious and supple and swingy and correct. Absolutely. Harmonious. Absolutely. Supple and swingy for undercover. Yeah. Maybe not so yeah. much. Yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, it's, I, I do. Yeah. I believe just like you, Lauren, that, that Charlotte has produced a new standard of what is what we're looking for. And that, you know, like I, I think I've said this before 10 years ago, that that sort of harmony we didn't see. So I, you know, I liked Edward and uh, and Undercover. I mean, they're it, but they do keep you on the edge of your seat, and and I I like that little bit of a edge to a horse, a little bit of excitement from a ride. Um, but I th- he didn't look difficult to ride. I thought that um, you know we did a little bit in our preview for the World Cup. We talked about how Edward's uh, transitions and his riding is is really you can barely see when when the horse goes from extended trot back to. Um, you know, trot or or passage that you don't see a lot of the aids there, um, and it's you know it's fairly smooth that way. But there is just a ton of of energy and 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 power and yeah, and for sure the the horse walks and walks really well and and um, yeah, I, I mean I liked it. I, I like to see that a yeah. little bit, you know. And we have not given Uni Bibi any love, and I just uh, Jessica. Oh, what was her last name, guys? Sorry. Von Bredel Verno. Oh, 
That was awesome. I mean, that's a really cool horse. And he's not that old, is he? He's not that young either. I think he's, if he's mm-hmm. a U, then he's 14. U, V. Okay. Yeah, 14? I think he's 13, 14. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. You're right. It's a neat just, horse. Yeah. She's young. She, she is. is young. She's very young and she is annoyingly beautiful. It is just sort of and disgusting, nice. actually. She seems very nice. We saw her at the press, press conference, and she's adorable. So, yeah, she seems – but, I mean, that horse is strong transitions, and she could tell she was really going for it. You know, she put sort of all her cards on the table for sure and, I mean, was very successful. And I, I, I liked really like I liked horse. her freestyle. She came in, mm-hmm. halted, went canter right away, right to a, a, right to a pirouette. Yeah, but we got to talk about how she entered to words from Martin Luther King Jr.'s Uh, I Have a Dream speech. Yes. And between that nonsense and Stefan Peters, hey, I'm Legolas. I'm Legolas. Let's (laughs) go. Ugh. I I had the gags. I'm sorry. I couldn't do it. I like like words in freestyles as much as the next guy, but like, yuck. Well, I think hers was – I don't think she – I think that certainly got lost in translation, to be honest. Like, she's German, and I don't think she I, – I don't think that sort of the connotations of the I have a dream speech was at all put in there. So – or she understood. That was my take on it was like, um, do you, does she really know what that speech is about? Like, I don't know. I don't know. That's- the Germans all speak better English than we do. I True. bet I bet that was just what they thought was cool, and I don't know. I yeah, guess I'm I agree. Not in that it camp. was not that cool. <laughs> it was not that cool. And she <laughs> talked about later that she had a dream. What did she say? I don't remember. She came. It was. I think it was her voice later in the freestyle. She had a dream. Uh, it was. Yeah, I'm with you. It didn't translate. That all of us will love and hug one another and sing Kumbaya. <laughs> yeah, I was oh, more well, talking about. You guys I are hard. Horse, guys. You guys I know. Are hard. Yeah. Bunch of curmudgeons on this show. Sorry. Like <laughs> no, I'm with you. But I liked the horse and I liked her riding and I, you could tell she was really going for it. And and for sure. it was the transitions and the piaf and massage and the pirouettes. I thought were were really quite good. So I liked her. Besides the weird, I have a dream speech. In the Me too. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, any anybody else that stood sort of stood out in the freestyle for everybody? I mean, I thought it was interesting, you know, like, um, and you know, the first few riders, you know, definitely not bad riding or, or whatever, but I thought it took away a little bit because they had really nice freestyles and nice music, but I thought the riding got a, you know, a, a little sloppy, and I thought, well, you know, if you're not going to nail the technical parts in the freestyle. Then you know, I mean, the music and everything else that you do is, you know, beside the point. So I just was a little, little disappointed there because I thought there there was some really nice technical riding in the from these riders in the in the Grand Prix test, and it and it just brought it down a notch um, in in the Grand Prix, you know, and and that's the difference between the top and you know the top five and the bottom, you know, t- you know five or whatever. But that that was just what what. Um, you know, a comment that I guess I would I would put towards on the negative side. Lauren, but that's the way it yourself? goes, right? Yeah. Well, I think that's just a good reminder for everybody. Don't put something in a freestyle if you can't do the technical part. <laughs> it doesn't work. Right. I think, yeah, I mean, if, if, if it's hard, it's hard, right? And and especially maybe if it's your first World Cup or, or something like that, that, you know, maybe make it a little easier, stuff that you can do and show off really well rather than maybe doing a little bit too much of a challenge to, to make it difficult and try and get the points there in the, in the freestyle. 
Now, Philip took Reese to a rave, which yeah, is something she rave. had never done before. Uh, did you get to go to a rave or anything you had <laughs> never done before? Uh, it is entirely possible that my two friends and I went to the Thunder from Down Under. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if anybody that doesn't do know what that know, is can, look, can those, Google that. For those, for those who do not, uh, don't Google it at work. Don't <laughs> Google no, it at no, work. No. No, uh, no, it no, is no. an all-Australian male review. Uh-huh. <laughs> do they make Today. them bigger down there? Yeah, yeah. Uh, just like Texas, everything's bigger in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to leave oh, it at that. Gotta... <laughs> <laughs> it's enough for me. Well, everybody, Lauren, how can our listeners find you online? Uh, they can find me on my website, www.spryzersporthorse.com, S-P-R-I-E-S-E-R, sporthorse.com, or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Lauren Spryzer Dressage. You can also read my blog at The Chronicle of the Horse. Well, Philip, that was an awesome wrap up of really, uh, we just had a great trip and we're, we may have to make it an annual, we may have to find some horsey thing or maybe not to do an annual trip with all of us. Cause we really had a big time. Yeah. I think that that would, that sounds awesome. I'll, I'll <laughs> sign up for that right away. <laughs> Deal. Well, we also Deal. had, yeah. <laughs> we also had a really fun listener meetup at, um, at the world cup. It was really fun. We met a couple of our listeners out, uh, in the, in kind of in the, I don't know, entrance part of the Thomas yeah, and Mac arena. Inside the stadium, basically. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, it was really fun. We um we had some great feedback and like we always say, we really do like feedback. It's great for us and we certainly try to to do it. Um some of our listeners wanted more European riders. Uh and we'll work on that. There's a little bit of a time uh, problem when we record and the, the time difference creates a bit of an issue but yeah uh, yeah it's two in the morning there yeah, yeah it's two in the morning so we will work on that though that was a great tip and we will work on getting more international riders on uh that was a great tip so uh keep the emails and facebook shout outs coming we always love them and you can find our show notes and links to today's guests on our website dressageradio.com like us on facebook just search dressage radio show follow us on twitter at horse radio my website is maplecrestfarmky.com, and my email is reese at horseradionetwork.com. You can find me at philipparksequestrian.com, and my email is philip at horseradionetwork.com. I'd like to thank our sponsors for allowing us to put on a great show this week, and don't forget to check out all the other shows on the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. Everybody, keep your heels down and your shoulders back, and we'll talk to you next week. 